0: Welcome to our Leadership Series, On the Sofa with Angie. Today's special guest is Grace Massey, who is the Marketing Director of Nudge. A very warm welcome, Grace, it's a pleasure to speak to you today. Thank you, thanks for having me. So you've had a really interesting career working for some very large companies to smaller financial wellbeing companies. Could you tell us a little bit about your background in marketing?
1: Yeah, sure. So I so I went into marketing basically straight away when I graduated. So it's just over 13 years now. Um, so I stayed in marketing the whole time. I moved about actually in the first kind of five years of my career. I went into, I started in a management consultancy. Then I, um, you know, I'm quite a purpose driven individual. So I wanted to, uh, I guess, make a difference in the world. So I went into not for profit organizations and a charity uh, called Alzheimer's Society, which is obviously a very big UK charity. Um, and I kind of felt that at, at that point, as much as from a purpose point of view, it was, it, you know, it was it was kind of ticking those boxes. I wasn't really learning at the pace that I wanted to. So I moved into financial services into FinTech um, where I uh, got my kind of promotion to manager so that was like my first managerial experience um, and then I moved into HR tech um, which is where I am now just over seven years ago um, which is where I specialised uh, in a kind of senior position there um, and then for kind of uh, I in that company, so at Thompson's Online Benefits, I was there for just over three years. I was in a senior manager position there. So I set up our global marketing, global campaigns, uh, built and kind of hired our marketing communications team there, uh, set up all our automation Um uh, a new website so there was a lot of a uh, very hands-on experience there kind of setting up a team which was fantastic um, in a real growth phase of the company so we got acquired by Mercer, Marsh McClellan, um, two years into my kind of tenure there after we'd you know had this huge kind of growth spurt in marketing and I'd set up the team So my role kind of changed quite quickly uh, in that way to a lot more of a corporate role. Um, And I I started to get kind of a bit itchy feet. I was like, actually, I really liked the setting up and the fast growth phase. So that's where I started looking for smaller companies in growth phases. And that's where I found Nudge, um, which is obviously where I'm at now as their marketing director. So I've been here for just under a couple of years now.
0: Excellent and it's really interesting so going from that transition from sort of smaller more nimble fast growth um, tech companies to moving then to uh, a large corporation. Um, Could you tell us a little bit more about that transition and how you found uh, moving from a small company to a a very large company?
1: Yeah sure it was it was definitely a A learning curve, a steep learning curve for me. Um, you know, when I, when I joined Thompson's, as I said, it was a real marketing transformation project. So it was a 500 person company. Uh, we were going into a growth phase. They were looking for investment obviously to be, uh, to be bought. And I, very quickly had to learn on job. I'd never actually line managed anyone before Um, and I I kind of acquired uh, two members uh, of the team quite quickly um, needed to kind of recruit uh, people in uh, the US and in Asia so I was responsible for our US EMEA and APAC marketing. Um, so it was very much learning learning on job in terms of how to manage people how to you know inspire and motivate people to, to execute the, the marketing strategy that we had and I think that I think for me, it it kind of, it worked in my favor because I had to, I had to learn on job. There wasn't really much room for self-doubt or or overthinking things. Um, So actually I think it kind of meant, has meant, and, and since then, and, and, you know, still now my management style is very you know, authentic, I'm very transparent as, as a manager. And I think w- what that meant was I built a very close team, um, because we were all learning together. And you know, we we had to uh, just get stuff done, really, there wasn't a process set up for us. So we were working it out as a team, um, which I really loved. And I think that that kind of informed a lot of my, my style now, which is very, you know, very collaborative, very transparent. Um, I like to you know hear from my team how we should be doing things and get that two-way feedback so I think by nature of that environment I was in it it was hugely useful Um, so we we, you know we were very successful as you built the team and and when we were acquired two years later it as you said it was a a big transition for me um, because I'd kind of gone from you know 500 person company where I knew you know we were all in the same office um apart from the consultants that I used around the world so I went from you know having a lot of my stakeholders that I knew and I go to the pub with um and you know we were kind of just getting stuff done less red tape uh to you know huge organizations such as Mercer where there are CMOs you know around the world um you know, and uh, hundreds of hundreds of people in different marketing teams, different in-country marketing teams. So my role transitioned quite quickly from, you know, working very closely with my team and the people within the business to to set things up, to managing those stakeholders, making sure that they were brought into our approach and what we were doing, and making sure I was catering to them as well. So it was again, an environment where I had to learn on job. Um, I think a lot of people experience this, but I think the thing, the thing for me was that at first, I found the, the, the adaptation of my style quite difficult. The two cultures were, were very different. Um, and a lot of, I guess, people that perhaps, you know, age-wise and years of experience-wise were a lot more senior to me. So it, what it meant was I I had to learn quite quickly to adapt my style between the meetings that I would have with people from Mercer and then people I would have from Thompsons. Um, but I think there were, you know, a lot of positives in that for me, because I think a lot of what you need to do in marketing is managing internal stakeholders and demonstrating the value, making sure you're aligned to the business. So. Actually think the learning there for me was t- to be able to adapt my style and actually bring people along the journey um, to achieve ultimately what, what we needed to um, whether it was uh, necessarily me and suitable for me and what I wanted at the time was a different thing, but I definitely took that that learning out of that
0: excellent and and you know you 're sort of highlighting there the the importance of being able to adapt your leadership style to the different groups and the different stakeholders um, and one of the things you talked about was uh, aligning to the the business and so as a marketing director how do you align with your sort of sales teams and your other lines of business to make sure that you're driving business outcomes as a marketing function
1: sure yeah so i think the i think this is something and i mean having worked in seven or eight different marketing teams as I said I moved around quite a lot I think it I think it's always been a, a challenge for marketing um, and and one thing that I'm really passionate about is that marketing isn't siloed within an organization I think I've I've worked at a lot of companies you know especially when I was in financial services where perhaps we weren't very aligned to the sales team or you know there was a bit of confusion in terms of um you know where we were going and what we were driving towards and that felt like a bit disconnected so it's something that since i've moved into a leadership role that i'm really passionate about making sure that we are aligned and we are you know within an organization so one thing that you know i do at nudge is make sure kind of going into the year that the KPIs and objectives that the marketing team have are socialized and brought into by, um, you know, our head of customer success, our chief revenue officer, our, um, product, uh, our CTO and making sure that what they need from marketing to achieve their objectives is also in ours. And then what I would do is once that's kind of negotiated and agreed to make sure then my team are KPI'd and set, To achieve those objectives so going in we have those agreed key performance indicators across all Um, i think you know with that said it's you know we're still a, a relatively small company you know we're about 50 people and what with that and where we are fast growing and we do have you know global growth plans and we are expanding quickly there needs to be a lot of flexibility within that plan as well Um, So one thing I do just to make sure that we're closely aligned and as things change is every quarter, I'll sit down with those, you know, those kind of key stakeholders and talk through what we're going to be doing as a marketing team, the projects that we need to work on together, making sure that we've got lots of uh, cross, cross business stakeholder groups that we're all working together to achieve those goals. Um, But also just making sure, I guess, that we have that flexibility as a team. That where there are those ad hoc things that come up, we can help with them. I think something I've learned about myself is I can be sometimes over ambitious with plans, <laughs> and not um and not necessarily build in that flexibility where ad hoc things do come up. So it's something that um you know I've I've been trying to doing and trying to make sure that our stakeholders are really bought in with that and really understand the value that we're delivering. Um, but it's a you know it's a constant. Uh, work in progress it can it can never be a set plan you have to have to definitely have that flexibility in there
0: absolutely and that's one of the the benefits of working for a smaller company is often the ability to be more agile and to pivot rapidly and respond to the changing working environments as well absolutely um, so one of the other areas that you're really passionate about is uh, is culture and creating a culture that's uh, diverse, it's inclusive, uh, that everyone feels that they belong. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, the things that you're doing at Nudge to really drive that culture.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, so it's something that I've been passionate about for for quite a long time actually when I was at Thompson's I set up our diversity and inclusion collective there Uh, so when I when I first started I uh, kind of did a bit of a steering group and made sure that we got different people involved and actually now um, I hear from from people that are still there the group has got you know over 100 members and had like 80 different events throughout the year so it's so when I came to Nudge, it was something that I felt as, you know, being part of our senior leadership team was making sure that I was bringing that to the group as well. Um, so I I guess in my role as marketing director, because I was responsible for our rebrand and, you know, solidifying, creating our, our brand, I was really passionate that our values that we had set um, for our external brand were also reflected in our internal values, which is why I do a lot of work on our culture, um, as you said, Angie. So I, for for the past kind of few months have basically been driving an agenda to ensure that we are a diverse and inclusive workplace. Um, I think, you know, as with every organization, we, we're not perfect. Uh, we've got, we've got a lot to learn. Um, and I think we've got a lot to, to do to make sure we are diverse and inclusive. So kind of some of the principles for doing that for me is, you know, not being, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert myself. Um, I've, I definitely am interested in it. Uh, so I think one of the things for me is just making sure that we create an environment where People's feedback and their views are heard, and that's the kind of first step that we're taking now. So, as a senior leadership team, we are going through um, bias training, a uh, bias workshop, and unconscious bias training, and kind of exploring that together and looking at our biases and how potentially that is shaping some of the actions that we're we're undertaking as a group and how we can interrupt those and kind of keep each other honest. Uh, the other kind of key thing that we're looking at, at the moment as a company is I'm trying to create kind of a a kind of steering group with employees from across the business outside of this leadership team to basically hear their views on where they feel passionate about when it comes to diversity, where they feel we could be more diverse and what we need to do about that. Um, Because I think one thing, you know, and having done different reading is that you know, you need your people to tell you where the gaps are um, and how you can improve. So trying, you know, really hard to create that culture that gives that feedback. And then what we're going to do from that is as a collective and and not just a top down approach, but also hearing from people what, you know, what they want us to do, what they want to lead on themselves. Um, and creating that environment where together, you know, as that 50 person company, we have all created that environment before we scale rapidly. Um, so, yeah, so I think, you know, so far we've had a couple of different working groups and I've just been amazed at how how much people wanted to contribute and how honest people were. And I think that's where the real change comes is, is that honesty in those raw conversations Um, on, on feelings and how people feel about that, which, which will really drive the change. So um, yeah, it's very, it's very exciting. It's definitely a, a,
0: a journey that we've got to go on together. Absolutely. And it's through integrating, you know, and listening to everybody in the organization as well. And, and as you said, having those honest conversations and letting people point out where the gaps are and where they need additional support and what areas that the company should be looking at that, That's where the real change happens, but also that's creating um, that culture of inclusivity and it's giving people the permission to um, share their perspective and their opinions as well, um, which is great. So congratulations. And, And, you know, starting early on in a company means that as you grow rapidly, you build on that foundation. And as you grow, you naturally have those values embedded into your company absolutely so um so one closing um question is um what advice would you give to uh to all the the women out there who are uh in marketing and looking to move into a marketing director position
1: yeah i think that i think for me the 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 thing that changed I guess my mindset was recognizing that I'm not going to be perfect at everything and know everything I think in marketing it's, it's actually impossible to know everything um, because it's so especially when you're in a director or head off position all the cross-functional areas of marketing it would be impossible to know them and also they change so you know especially digital marketing is a you know continuously evolving beast Um, So I think my, my advice, you know, especially for women would be to not feel like you have to know everything and feel like you have to be an expert in every area. I think that's where you see uh, a disproportion in male and females in marketing. You see a lot of women in more junior positions and a lot of men in the senior positions. And I think that one thing I have noticed is actually with women, if you are more confident in potentially the bits that you don't know everything about um, and actually work on more of the stakeholder management, the reporting, the leading the team, the strategy, uh, and feel, you know, comfortable and confident in those areas that you can make that jump and that transition into a head off position. Um, So I, you know, I would absolutely just recommend, you know, not, not feeling like you have to be perfect to everything. I think if someone had explained that to me, I think I would have found it a lot easier, but I had to kind of learn that through trial and error um, because you know, it, would, it would be lovely to see that change and to see a lot more women in those
0: senior positions. Excellent. thank you and that's great advice as well and particularly you know women are guilty of um of focusing a lot more on the execution and on the job rather than actually the broader career and the stakeholder management as well so that's uh, great advice um so thank you so much grace it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today and uh, i've very much enjoyed it so thank you very much no problem thank you thank you